Hello, welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Liam Greco, and today we have a very special guest on the podcast. I know, our first one. Hello, Ben. How are you doing? I'm doing good today, Liam. Thank you. So today's episode is a very unique episode. It's not like some of the other ones that we have recorded. It is on FIFA. Yes, FIFA, the video game. They don't have women's club teams currently, but as they are adding them in their next edition of the game, EA Sports 2023, we figured that it would be fun to do a little mock rating draft almost, kind of just to assess where the players are early on in the season. And as you'll see, we also have some episodes coming out later today that Ben may or may not also be in about assessing the teams. But here, it's mainly going to be about, you know, all players in the league, just to make this straight. And for example, we're going to start with Angel City. A player like Juilliard, who is not under contract with the team, will not be included within this video because she is... Some of the players, like Ali Long, for example, who's also pregnant, um, she will be included in this video for readings just because she is under contract with the team. So if someone, and someone like a Lindsay Horan who's been loaned out, she, as the way that FIFA works is that in the game you may be able to use her for the forms if you edit if you edit it, but for the purposes of this episode, it will be about the squad that the teams have right now on our able to use. So before we get into the episode, I just wanted to say a quick reminder to drop a five-star review down below on Apple Podcasts. It really helps grow the podcast, and if you'd like to be featured in a future episode, also add a question. And now let's go into the episode, starting with the ratings of Angel City. So we're going to start off with Angel City starting 11. So we're going to look at the goalkeeping position first. So, obviously, Didi Harachi, she's been a great goalkeeper so far this year for Angel City, making a bunch of big saves. Angel City defensively, I would say, has been really rock solid at the back. Do you agree with that, Ben? Yeah, they have a really good defense. Yeah, I think we would all agree with that. As they're fifth in the NWSL. It's great to see the amount of talent that is on this team. They've only given up six goals all season, which is good defense and six goals in seven games they need to score more we know that they've only scored four goals which is a very big problem but their good defense has been i'd say very credited to dd heritage she's a very big player on this team in goal and i would say personally as goalkeepers she's like one of the as things go she's one of the bigger goalkeepers on this team but I do think that we should credit Almef Schultz for her amazing Women's Champions League run with Wolfsburg. I mean, they got to the semifinals. She's one of the bigger players in this German team. And Ben, you know, he has a German heritage. He, he would know a lot about, you know, yeah. Almef Schultz. What, what, why don't you tell her a little bit about her like former FIFA ratings when she was on the German national team? Because right now, they only have national teams in the game, and she they do new updates every week. So I'm, I would say that she's been in and out of the team. But when was her high, Ben, in ratings? So she was 91, but and that was really good. She was great. Yeah. But then she went down to 
89 because she had an injury. Yeah. So that is her kind of history and as her peak FIFA rating. A lot of the players in this league are American players, obviously, so not a lot of them have been in FIFA because there's only national teams. But why don't you tell her a little bit about, like, her German history? What it, How many caps has she played? Yeah. What medals has she yeah. won? So she has 64 caps on the German national team. She won the 2016 gold medal with yeah. Germany. And she also has won the Algarve Cup in 2012 and 2014. So obviously that tournament has kind of been replaced by the She Believes Cup and the Arnold Cup. A lot of smaller round robin tournaments have kind of been used. And she's been someone who isn't the most journey woman. She's played 116 games for Wolfsburg. She's been there since 2013. So that kind of shows she's been there for a while. I think, yeah, we could all agree with that. So, why don't you give us a little more details. When is she going to arrive to Angel City? She's going to come to Angel City from Wolfsburg in July. Yeah. So, that is exciting for them. Yeah, they really need someone and more depth in that goalkeeping position. We've talked about this before. They have a lot of depth in that goalkeeping position, but Angel City's main mission is to extend overseas and you know, make the NWCL the most internationally diverse league. You hear their sporting director, Erin Aloko, talk all the time about how she wants Angel City to be the most diverse team in the NWSL. So with that, I'm going to give Alma Schultz an 85. I think that's a fair rating. And, yeah, I think what you were saying before, how um, Heritage is, like, the starting goal, and she's been doing really well. But I think when Schultz comes, she'll start over... Heritage. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that that's why we put Schultz in the starting lineup. When we and Ben were looking over these ratings, we were really thinking about, in the long term, if every single player was available, if injuries, COVID, none of this was a thing, and if no none of the players were on maternity leave, who would be in the starting 11? Who is the most quality? Who are the best player, 11 players? So let's move on to left back. This should be no surprise to any of you. She's the captain of Angel City. It's Allie Riley. She's one of the most consistent players for the New Zealand women's national team, being the captain of them as well. She is such a consistent player in the NWSL. She came from the Orlando Pride in the um, summer transfer window. She has over she's 143 caps for the New Zealand women's national team and she is the captain there she has played international women's football for the teams such as Chelsea and Byron Munich she is one of those players that is so talented and the NWSL is so lucky to have her what do you think about her Ben yeah she's really good and everything but I don't get what FIFA are doing. They only give her an 80 rating. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, I think that that's a really good point. I mean, her rating has dropped since last year. She was an 81 in FIFA 21. And I think that we see this tendency with FIFA of dropping some of the female players' ratings, like dropping Rapino from 93 to 90, but then keeping some of the male players' ratings high, which is kind of confusing because a player like Lionel Messi is leaving Europe 
to go play for the MLS with no disrespects to the MLS, but that is not the nearly the top fight of men's football. And the NWSL is one of the most competitive women's leagues in the world. Yes, there isn't the depth that the league would want in many of the sides, but I do believe that every single team in the NWSL has five, six, seven, eight world-class quality players that can drive a game and every single player obviously and every NWSL team is extremely talented but I think that the thing that makes the NWSL special over like a league like the WSL is yes you could argue teams like Chelsea and Arsenal and the WSL would crush the NWSL but the NWSL has that depth and that's why it's really important for the league to be getting players like Ali Riley from overseas so I think that for me I give her the upgrade I give her an 82 and Ben seemed to be in agreement with that, but what do you what did you think about that, Ben? Yeah, I think she deserves that. I think FIFA should give her a higher rating next FIFA because she deserves it. She's really good. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the center backs role. There's a lot of debate about this. Sarah Gordon has been injured all season long, but she was in the NWSL Best 11 last year. We all know that she has the quality to be one of the league's best center backs, and when Angel City signed her and Julia Ertz, I think a lot of NWSL fans got very worried there. But, you know, she has, she's has she been with the Red Stars since 2016. She played college soccer at DePaul, and she made 49 appearances for the Red Stars, 77 appearances for DePaul, the Blue Demons in college. She's five foot four, not the tallest defender, but she's very agile and technical on the ball. When you watch her, she's a very speedy player. She played track in high school at the James B. Connett High School, and she also was a defender for one of the most elite soccer clubs in the country, Ellipse Select Soccer Club. So that's shows, and she also, I believe, was scouted by Olympic Development Program, which Many of the best players, male or female, have come out of Landon Donovan, Clint Demsley, Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino. That program is one of the most advanced programs, and she was someone who I believe is a very promising player that never really reached her full height. You know, she hasn't played for the U.S. Women's National Team, but I believe she's one of those players in the NWSL that is so meaningful and so valuable. She is so technical on the ball, and you saw that. I mean, last year, she was a great player. I mean, Ben, why don't you tell her a little bit about when she was picked, her debut? Yeah, so she was the third round of the 2016 NWSL College Draft. And she made her professional debut in season opener against the Houston Dash. Yeah, so she was renewed by the Red Stars in 2021 for a two-year renewal deal. But and in 2021, she played every single minute of the NWSL season. She did not skip a game. And as I mentioned, she and Julia Ertz were the second and third players on this Angel City team after they signed Kristen Press to a very big deal from Manchester United. So what do you think about this, Ben? You know, she's an odd player to rate just, you know, on the fact that she's had such highs, but this year she hasn't performed in one game. So what do you think about that in your experience of looking at other FIFA players. Yeah, but like you were saying earlier, she came out of that great development with players like Alex Morgan, Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan that we're in. So she's a high 
like rating player, so she should get a great rating. But since she hasn't performed that well this season, her rating might drop a little. Yeah, I was. I would agree with that. I was very high on Sarah Gordon coming out of last season. I thought that with press up top and with Ertz and Gordon in the back, they would be a rock solid team. No Gordon, no Ertz this season for Angel City. I it's, that's another conversation. But do you think that Julie Ertz will sign back with Angel City? Yeah, I I think Julie Ertz will. I think. Sarah Gordon has been really good, and they and Juilliard wants the center back that's also good, so she can like have a pairing with someone. Yeah, I would agree with that. The chemistry with those two is excellent on and off the pitch. I'd assume they've been on the Red Star since the you know since Sarah Gordon has been drafted. Juilliard has been on that Red Stars team, so they have a very good connection. And last season, we know that Sarah Gordon can take the torch. When Julie Ertz and Alyssa Nair were away at the Olympics, Sarah Gordon was that rock-solid defender that got Chicago through that season. She got them to the playoffs, where they ultimately lost in the final. So I think that she's a good-rated player. Before we move on to the next center back, I just wanted to let everyone know, we're going to do one of these FIFA episodes every week. But this episode is going to be focused on Angel City. I'm just going to let people know that just going in. This is an Angel City FIFA episode. If For those who are confused about the time, don't worry. This is not going to be a two and a half hour episode. We're just going to focus on Angel City. We want to give the best ratings possible. And we want to make sure that we can ex- explain our rating. So without further ado, I'm going to give Sarah Gordon a rating. I think she should be higher rated than Allie Riley. Mm. Just for the fact, you know, she's only 29. She's still had a good few years left in her career. I'm going to give her an 83. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. Even though she hasn't performed very well this season, she's performed be- um, great in other seasons. Yeah. So I think she still deserves an 83 rating. Yeah, I would agree with that, Ben. That's you know we we were definitely talking about this earlier. Like, she's been injured this year. She hasn't played a, a game on the field. We can't really say that she's performed well this year. Of course, like we have to be judgmental and more critical on what we're giving the high ratings out. But I think an 83 rating is very fair. Abby Dahlkemper in this FIFA was given an 82, and to say that I think is immense. I think. Abby Dahlkemper will definitely be getting a rating near that 86, 87 mark, but that will be coming out in a later episode, so be tuned for that. So let's move on to the next center back, Vanessa Giles, a very interesting player. You know, she's won a gold medal at her very young age. She played for Bordeaux, I believe. Is that correct, Ben? Yes. So she came from the French League, or that, that they, she had that team with players like Kadisha Shaw, who's now on Manchester City, so I think that that is a good experience for her to have, you know, players like that around her, and that's a very big experience to get. Yeah, she did play. She's been there. She was at Bordeaux from 2018 to 2021. She won a gold medal for Canada last summer and yet she's only played 16 matches for the international side she was a very big defender in that game against the u.s you know she really broke down many plays 
Ben, so why don't you tell us a little bit about her youth career. Did she play for Canada or no? No, she started on the France U23 team, but she only got one app, which I don't... Uh, she, I think she deserves more. Yeah. I think that she's a quality center back. She's shown that in her past. She showed that in her time at the Cincinnati Bearcats in college, scoring 17 goals and 82 appearances as a center back. That's impressive. Her aerial presence is clearly there as well. A great player to have on your team, I would say, right? I mean, she's very talented. I think that she originally was a tennis player, and she was... She goes, then she played a goalkeeper, and now she's a defender. Clearly the right choice to play defender. I think that, I don't think that this rating reflects the potential that Vanessa has, but I think that right now in the present, she can still learn from players like Julie Ertz and Sarah Gordon next season. I think that she's really taken the role of being a great player, but I would say she's a 79 rated player. I think that her potential should be like, 88. I think that she's one of those center backs. You know, the, we all know those players if you play FIFA. She's 26 years old, but she hasn't had too much experience with the national team. But I could say that she would have many more, you know, appearances with the national team in the future. Yeah, and I think what you were saying about the potential, she can grow to be a very good player. She sticks with, like, Julia and Sarah Gordon and learns from them. But right now, she's just not at their tier yet. Yeah. I would agree with that, Ben. And as we were mentioning, Juilliard will not be included in this because, as some of you probably know, she did not sign a contract for Angel City. Angel City owns her rights, but as she is pregnancy, pregnant this year and she's taking a maternity leave for the, the remainder of the season, she may or may not return to them next year. We don't really know about that, but that's just kind of, you know, the way it is, I guess you could say. It's kind of... Yeah, so let's move on to the next player, Jasmine Spencer, a very versatile player. Why don't you talk about the positions that you could see her on her FIFA card next well, year? she could play right wing, left back, or right back. And most right backs can play left back. Most left backs can play right back. But she can also play winger because she's very good and versatile. Yeah, she's a very versatile player. Her attacking presence is very great. She's a very pacey player. She gets in behind. She's one of those players that you don't want to play against, and she is a great, amazing player to have on your team with the pace that she has. It's so deadly. Let's move on. I'm going to go a little quicker here for this midfield, a little bit of a speed run, but I'm just going to say, Kiryu Caro, it's not that she is the worst player. It's just that when you compare her to a player like Danny Weatherhole and Savannah McCaskill, who have both been called up to the U.S. Women's National Team Provisional Squad, which I will be going over in one of my future episodes, so just take a little peek at that. I think that Ricaro gets the 77, Weatherholt gets the 80, and McCaskill gets the 84. You may be saying this is a little harsh, you know, because they're on the Provisional Squad, but I'll be honest with you, with the form that Weatherholt's in, I think that she could have a chance of making it, but I don't see McCaskill making it with the overload of talent. We know that the U.S. Women's National Team is missing a bunch of players, such as 
a Lindsay Horan, who did get named to this provisional squad, which is hopeful for her. I'm happy that she got this opportunity. But obviously no Katarina Beccario, no Sam Mewis. Those are two very big misses that I think that the U.S. Women's National Team are really going to, you know, struggle without them. So let's move on to the attacking line of the Angel City team. There's many different ways you could go with this. You know, like Lucy, Press, Charlie, Lebion, Endo. They, they have a very internationally based team. And I think that that's one of the most cool things about this team. So I think you could have done any way. I, I went with a starting line of Lucy, Press, and Charlie. I gave Endo and Lebion some of the seats on the bench. So I gave... McCaskill, as I mentioned, in 84, just to give you a little reference. I gave Lucy an 81, Press a 90. I think she's a franchise player. She's so experienced over, I think she has 156 caps for the U.S. Women's National Team, if I'm not mistaken. That's just off my top of my head. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. And at right wing, I give Simone Charlie with her deadly pace. She's going to be one of those players that everyone wants their ultimate team card of her with an 83. And I give Lebion Endo on the bench 80 ratings, both of them. And let's move on. So, Ben, why don't you go over on the bench, the some of the players. I went over the bench's attackers. Why don't you go over the players that we have on the bench that are not attackers? FIFA has seven players on the bench, just for reference. The first two are the attackers, Lebion Endo. But why don't, Ben, you start with the goalkeeper? Okay, so... The goalkeeper is Didi Heritage because um, Schultz is coming in. She's going to start. But Didi Heritage is on the bench. Schultz, I mean, if anything happens to Schultz, she'll definitely be the backup. She's really good. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree with that. I also think that the defenders, Allison Swaby, was the next one that we had, along with Paige Nielsen. All three of those players, by the way, Heritage, Swaby, and Nielsen are 78 rated. I think that's fair. Heritage is a good goalkeeper. A lot of Angel City fans would argue that she should be higher rated, but I just believe, you know, she's had a good season so far. I think a 78 is very fair, though. She's a good goalkeeper, a very reliable one who's made some clutch saves, but I think isn't the most prolific goalkeeper in this league and I think even Angel City fans wouldn't be for you to admit that. Nielsen has some good experience and along with Swaby. Swaby played for the Jamaican women's national team and Nielsen was on that Washington Spirit team that won the title last year so that's kind of cool. So let's move on to the fullbacks. We have Madison Hammond who's coming in from the Owell Reign. She's a great fullback. She can play center back as well. She is the first Native American to play in the NWSL, which is a great achievement. And Stephanie Ferrer van Ginkel is another player that I think that, Ben, you, you can refer to her. So why don't you tell us in some of her your thoughts on Stephanie van Ferrer Ginkel? Okay, a little bit about van Ginkel is she's coming from Tigris. She was the club's first um, foreigner. And... Before that, she was at college at West Virginia, and another team she was at was RCD Espanol, and she helped them gain um, promotion. Also, I think Coach Frey Kuhn should give a chance to her to help Angel City have more goals, because they 
a problem. They have a lack of goals. Yeah, they've only scored four goals this season. Van Ginkel is a very technical player. She is very skillful. She isn't the most physical player, which could hurt you in that WSL. And I do understand that point of view from Van Ginkel, from Freya Coombs' view of Van Ginkel, but I do think that you know, we haven't really gotten to see good minutes out of her, and she's one of those players that can yeah. bring those flashes of brilliance to the, you know, U.S. Yeah. Although, she does play her club soccer, as I mentioned. She played it in Mexico, and she played in Spain, as Ben mentioned very nicely. She was born in Brazil, but she's kind of played all over I don't really have a good sense of whether she will break into that Brazilian national team. I guess it's just, you know, kind of waiting and finding out. But let's move on to the reserves. I'm just going to go through them quickly. We got five players. We got two goalkeepers and one reserves. Brittany and Unheiser slash Wilson. She was Wilson formerly. 77 rating, an amazing keeper. She just hasn't really, you know, I think she should move to another NWCL team where she can get more playing time, such as, you know, Racing Louisville or, I would say, all oh, rain before the season, but Fallon Tullis Joyce really lighting it up in the NWSL, got her call up to the U.S. Women's National Team provisional squad. And the other goalkeeper is Maya Perez. You know, she's 71 rated. I think she's someone that can, can improve in the future. I wanted to let you guys know, just so you have a little base understanding, Van Ginkel and Hammond were both rated 76, and the both attackers, LeBiant and Endo, were rated 80, and the rest of the players on the bench, Heritage, Swabi, and Nielsen, were rated 78, so just so you know. Mary Elise Vignole, I think that she's 71. Another player you know for the future, Miri Taylor and Lily Nabbitt, two great midfielders that I am you know, liking for the future. I gave Taylor a 75, Nabbitt a 74, and Hope Breslin is, in my opinion, the best outfield player um, on this reserves. Obviously, Eisenhower is a goalkeeper, so I gave Breslin a 75. I think she's very technical. You know, she's got some room to improve on, but when you play attack of Kristen Press, you can whip in some not perfect crosses and still get away with it with Cress's ability. And my last player is Katie Cousin. She's an attacking midfielder. She can play, you know, deeper, higher up than Taylor and Nabbit, who play center mid. Obviously much higher up than the goalkeepers, Perez and Eisenhower, and definitely higher up than Marie Elise Vignole at center back. But I think she can slot, like, right below Breslin, who I would say is more of a winger at Cam. And Kate Cousins could also play, Katie Cousins could also play striker. She's a youth national team player, so this, this people might get mad at this rating. I, I gave her a 69, though. I haven't seen her play, and I think that, you know, she isn't the player that I think could carry a result for the team yet, but I do think that if we did this in five years, she might be at a... 89 rating. I think she could really improve, but I think that I would give her potential of like um, like an 85 potential. I think she could work her way up to there in like a few seasons of career mode. So thank you so much for listening to our first episode 
of this FIFA series. Thanks so much, Ben, for joining the podcast. Yeah, no problem, Liam. This was very fun. Yeah, um, I can't wait to be back for some more episodes. Let us know about, down below what you li- what else you'd like us to include in the, our next FIFA episode, which is going to be of... Well, I'm not going to tell you. You'll find out next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Women's Soccer Podcast, and peace out from your host, LDG.